0: So, maybe about a week ago, we watched the movie The Greatest Showman. That's loosely based on P.T. Barnum's life. And then, in the following week, we couldn't get the music out of our heads. And the kids actually developed a whole circus based on it. And this last weekend we watched the movie again. And I've found the music uh sh- surprisingly moving and the movie shockingly so um and i've been listening to it non-stop and last night i did some uh did some research on or why there's such there appears to be such a divide in the culture of people who love it and people who hate it and as far as i can tell what it boils down to is the fact that the movie isn't even a little bit ironic uh it it is what it is and it is unabashedly uncool and yet also amazing um And I wanted to talk today about irony and sincerity, because I think that in some ways it is a trap that we can fall into, both in terms of how we define ourselves in the world and also in the work that we put out into the world. I was never uh, a cool kid. But I was never, I was also never an overly sincere kid. And I think I hid my, my being uncool, largely because I grew up without a TV. And so I just had no basis for understanding any of the culture of the kids I was hanging out with, I hid being uncool or my, my embarrassment being uncool behind a veneer of deciding that I just didn't care what people thought. To some extent that served me well, but it's also created dynamics where I was overly judgmental probably still am but was terribly so in high school and then in college it started to crumble a little bit it's something I've talked about here before and I never felt like I like something needed to be ironic for it, me to like it but I think it stems from the same place because to sincerely Unabashedly love something, especially if that something is not particularly cool, takes a certain confidence that you don't necessarily have right out of the gate. And in lieu of that confidence, you go for coolness. You go for irony. You go for protecting yourself. Come on, Willow! You go for protecting yourself against the claim being leveled at you that you maybe, uh, care too much by, by not being willing to be too sincere about things, or, uh, in, in my case, having very firm opinions that weren't necessarily based in anything other than that this was a culture that I identified with. Uh, and I felt like anything that was popular was definitely not something that was me. And I've, as I've gained confidence, I've gained the ability to simply appreciate the things that are sincere at face value and not have to be uncomfortable with them. I think there are lots of ways to play the what happened with The Greatest Showman and how the critics slammed it and how it became tremendously popular with people anyways. And to some extent, despite that, I mean, you could look at it as a populist versus elitist struggle. You could look at it as playing out exactly the dynamic in the movie where the the theater critic who comes to P.T. Barnum's show appreciates that people like it, but also doesn't see the art in it. Um, The thing for me was that as a movie, it made me feel very deeply about the things that I want in my own life. That sense of belonging and making a difference and doing something wonderful with my life and it made me feel that longing and also feel like it was possible and those are vulnerable feelings to have I needed to go away from everyone and walk out into the yard to feel them but uh there are also feelings that can just be scary to acknowledge having at all. It can be easier to say that that's not for me and not be into it because it's so big-hearted. And there are certain other aspects of the movie where it's, you know, whatever, You, you need to sort of take with a grain of salt. The fact that it is that it's not, a, it's not meant to be historically accurate and that sort of history is always messier than this thing, but, but as a parable, as a story, as, a, as, as something aspirational to help us think about what is good in life and what is worth fighting for, it's a beautiful, beautiful piece of art. And seems to have created so many beautiful moments in the world. And that's exactly what I want, whatever I do with my life to do. And And even if it's fictional, watching P. T. Barnum Dogs. watching P.T. Barnum make decisions about how to how to make this thing that he's trying to make a success is inspiring for me as a business person. And I don't need it to be accurate for it to be helpful. It doesn't need to be historically true for it to be helpful. Because art at its best gets to the underlying truths that are sometimes different from something that actually happened. And that's the whole point. That's why novels are novels and not just nonfiction. So I don't know if you've even seen the movie. I would highly recommend you see the movie. I would at least recommend you put on the soundtrack. But the thing I would recommend most is that you open your mind and your heart, if you can, to the possibility that your life might be happier if you didn't need to be cool if you could just be sincere in your joy without it having to be cool or pure or any of those things and just and just be thanks for listening talk tomorrow